Blog Talk Radio. Race fans, we got something special just for you. Listen in as Chris, Yellow Caution Flag Creighton, and Mr. DJ Sports are in the studio. The 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive, bringing you interviews from drivers, promoters, and crews of all types of racing. These are interviews you do not want to miss, so make sure you guys check it out. I want to welcome everybody to the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive with Chris and myself. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Doing fine, my dear friend. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Glad to be in the studio. Glad to have an opportunity to sit down with uh, young Dawson Sutton tonight. Get to know a little bit more about him. Um, get to introduce him to our listening base um, before we get our guest in the uh, in the studio. Uh, one, we had an interesting weekend of racing. Um, so, Chris, let them know tomorrow night what is going on and what are some of the topics going on um, for you guys. Well, that's funny you ask that because I just presented the question here just a little while ago. The main question tomorrow is going to be on Race Chat Live. We go live at 8 p.m. Eastern time every Tuesday night. The one question that I'm going to start the show off with, uh, Mr. C.J. Sports, is what does, uh, does Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing owe anything to the other Ford teams? And I'll have a whole list of reasons why or why not uh, RFK should owe anybody anything. And uh, if you'll listen in tomorrow night on Race Chat Live, you'll not only hear my strong opinion, but, of course, the strong opinions from Taz Taylor, the Tasmanian uh, devil of the airwaves, and, of course, Mama Bear, Ms. Lee Reed. Uh, she'll put in and chime in hers as well. So uh, take a listen to us on Tuesday nights. You can find us on the Blog Talk Radio Network, of course, the 110 Nation family. Just glad to be here, Mr. CJ Sports. Uh, they were, uh, you know, they, they, they give so much wrath about Texas being a terrible speedway. But, man, I, I watched a weekend of good racing. So, uh, I, I feel like we've got a lot to talk about tomorrow night. Yes, um, definitely sat down. I missed, I think, part of or all of the segment one. I can't remember. I caught the rest of the race. Um uh, was a very interesting race, a very good race. Um, so, I'm uh, looking forward to tuning in. Um, tomorrow, as I usually catch the first part of Race Chat Live, and then, of course, since um, i got to break down um, the shows into different clips, I catch the rest of the show throughout the rest of the week. Um, so um, either A, catch Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network on Block Talk Radio, um, or you can go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, where our shows, our blogs, our posts, our videos, our everything is over there. Um, which also, huh? Uh, first of all, I don't know the last time I heard the call letters www. <laughs> Second of all, 
What you do with our YouTube videos, those short clips that you put together, an amazing small sample size of what we bring to the table here at the 110 Nation Race Chat Live Band of Networks. So I know you're going to hit on that. Yes. So uh, make sure that you guys check the videos out. I know some people that don't have the the, the time or the attention attention uh, span to sit there and catch a whole hour, two hour show. So I've broken the shows down into different topics for you guys to catch, um, so you can catch what the shows are about uh, before uh, you have to start making time uh, to catch the whole show. Um, Wednesday night. 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, the 110 Nation Sports Show. Mario and myself will be recapping week, I want to say it's week three, possibly week three, the college football. Yeah. He says week five. Week four, man. Week four, week four. five, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going into, yeah, going into week four. Uh, we'll recap week, uh, week three. Was it, is it week three or week four? No, we are in week five. That was week four. So we beat two nobodies, then we beat um, – I forget who we beat last week. But we beat Notre Dame this week. We, we – how they beat Notre Dame? Uh, that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> I have mixed feelings about that, and I'm going to talk about that Wednesday night. Um, I'm not necessarily impressed with my Buckeyes. Um, I'm not really so much impressed with the win, but it seems like a lot more people are impressed with the win just for the fact that they beat a top-10 team, um, no matter how they beat them. I'm, I'm not so impressed because, one, I don't think Notre Dame is that good, um, and, two, that game obviously ended up being closer than it should have been, to my opinion. Then, uh, But we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about recap week three in the NFL um, on Wednesday nights. We'll talk about my Browns, and uh, we can argue whether or not the Browns have the number one defense right now. Um, we're going to talk about the Cowboys falling. We're going to talk about, oh, my God, and uh, this will be the only time we're going to talk about it, and I'll be glad when it's over with, the whole Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift saga as it continues, amongst many other topics. So make sure you guys tune in Wednesday night um, right here on Block Talk Radio for the 110 Nation Sports Show. Um, like I said, you can catch it over our site, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network.com. Over there has tabs um, on, the, on the main page, really any page, that will take you to different platforms that catch our podcast. So if you listen to podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, uh, Podchasers, um, Amazon, YouTube, really, you name it, we are there. Either A, you can go to our website and use the tab to send you over to those different platforms um, and follow us, or you can just Google over uh, in the search bar, just search the 110 Nation in iHeartRadio or iTunes or Spotify. Find us, follow us, um, and help us continue to grow. Make sure, the most important part, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, as we have been doing this for 12 years, almost uh, 12 years, no, a little over 12 years, um, April 15, 2011. Um, and so all of what we do and have done forever for 12 years has, have, has come all out of pocket. Um, we're hoping that uh, – 
once upon a time we was ahead of this whole movement. Now we're playing catch up. Um, hopefully we get caught up with uh, the monetization side of the house, and that way we can uh, continue to do upgrades and bring even more shows, more uh, more features, and more things going on. So make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, anyway, um, so we got. Wisconsin Nation, Race Chat Live exclusive on Mondays. We got Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock on Tuesdays. We got the 110 Nation Sports Show on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. And we can't leave out Thursday nights. We can't leave out Safety to Success. Jared Hudson um, hosts a show. He always has a couple guests on there. They talk about racing. We talk about safety in racing. And they talk about food. Last, uh, last Thursday, they talked about food. Um, one of the food vendors. Um, so he brings a little bit of everything sports wor- uh, racing world to the Thursday night show. Make sure you guys check that out. Do not want to miss um, the Thursday show. Anything else you want to throw out there Thursday? Or uh, Thursday, why I said Thursday. Anything else you want to throw out there, Chris, before we get our guests on the show tonight? Well, two things. First of all, Jared Hudson uh, has the hottest show right now in one nation. Um, it's amazing what mm-hmm. this kid brings to the table just with his uh, interaction within the people in the dirt community and all. And just, I'm just a proud supporter of Jared Hudson. Also, back to the uh, paying for this out of your pocket. I literally had a conversation a few years ago with somebody as we were trying to sell the show, you know, trying to trying to get people involved. And they said, well, sir, what is your what is the budget of the One Ten Nation? I said, well, it's a ske- I, I tell you, we work off a skeleton budget. He said, a uh, skeleton budget? I said, yeah. I said, but we hadn't been able to afford the skeleton in the closet yet. So um, that's about the kind of budget that we work off of each, <laughs> each month. So um, I myself have never even uh, been able to afford to buy me a microphone. So, um, yeah, I, I think after 12 years of doing this that I would have probably broke down and bought me at least a decent microphone, but earbuds seem to do it just as well as anything. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to Dawson you know, Sutton here tonight, another young man that's uh, you know, a prodigy of racing. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all, and we'll get him in here. I'm going to bring up a real, a real quick point real quick. Um, one, when it comes out of pocket expense, you guys don't even want to know. Um, I'm not referring to you, Chris. I'm just referring to the listeners talking about the different platforms that we're on because not all these platforms like Block Talk Radio are not free to host these on. And then we're then we'll, we'll not to mention all the upgrades and everything we do, then the hosting, the blog, the web, uh, the domains that we own, um, just everything, all the different platforms, all the different how all this weaves and comes together. Um, financially, you guys really have no idea and do not want to know when we've been doing this for 12 years like this. Um, and, and to bring up the other point, the microphone. Um, I, I lost my train of thought. I'm, and I'm sitting there staring at it. I can't believe I lost my train of thought. I actually have a – I went to a professional music store and got a professional-grade microphone. I spent a couple hundred dollars on this nice, beautiful microphone um, with a nice <laughs> little desk stand. And I actually have the six-foot-tall stand if I was an actual musician. I actually have a professional headset that uh, goes with it. And then I actually, actually have – have a uh, multi multi mix media thing um, that I've had that for a long time um, that actually can blend blend it all together. Um, you know what the crazy thing is? Even with this high tech 
microphone that I spent a few hundred dollars on, headset and everything else, I actually have a, I want to say it's either 10 or $15 headset <laughs> that I bought from Meyer. And for those that don't have a Meyer in their area, it's kind of a combination of like a, a, tar, a super Target or a super Walmart. So the same concept. Um, as a matter of fact, Meyer was a 24-hour superstore before their Meyer, before Walmart became one. That's how, how long ago it's been um, that they've been around. But I actually have a 10 to $15 headset. I actually have two of them. I have one that's still in the package in my drawer for a backup because I like the sound and the mobility and everything else more than I like the few hundred dollars I spend on this whole other setup that I have. I just prefer this. And I use the store phone because my job gave me an actual cell phone. So I have a cheap Galaxy phone um, versus using my iPhone um, with my 10 to $15 cheap headset versus the couple hundred dollar headset. Um, and I think the show is sounding better. Yes. So it's crazy. It um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Dawson didn't sit there and call in to sit here and listen to us talk, and he's in the studio. So I'm going to go ahead and get him into the studio, um, and uh, let's, get these, let's get this rolling. Dawson, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you guys? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, before we jump into this, I want to give you an opportunity to, A, plug um, – Plug anything uh, site-wise you want to plug, so social media-wise, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever you use um, to interact with the uh, the fans. And then also any uh, sponsors you want to throw out there, um, website, anything you want to throw out there before we jump into this. Thank you. Uh, Rockley Roofing, Rockley War, WorkDoc, Pointed Day Development. Um, you know, thank you guys for having me on here, by the way. Uh, it's, it's really cool to be on here in the first place, so thank you. We appreciate it. Um, yeah. Um, this is one of the things we live for. Um, one of the reasons why we've been doing this so long. So uh, I'm glad to have you on here. Um, 17 years old. Um, so it sounds like you've come a long way. Let's see how far you've actually come. Uh, when did you start racing? At what age? And what got you into racing, Dawson? Okay, so I started racing a year and a half ago now, actually. So, you know, not too long ago. I'm pretty new to it, actually, according to some guys. Um, started racing legend cars. Uh, I really I got into racing because my dad started sponsoring a NASCAR truck uh, four years ago now, Clay Greenfield. Um, that, that's how I got into it. I didn't know anything about NASCAR before that. I had, had no idea any drivers. I think I watched the Daytona 500 once, maybe, and a lot of lightning between, so that's the only thing I knew about racing. Um, that's how I started, and then I got a simulator at home. Uh, I got it three years ago, and I played it nonstop, and still play it every day, probably five or six hours a day at least, just practicing for, you know, it, it's just it's such a good tool to practice on, and the late models are on there now, so that's I got everything that I need. Now, before I go on to the next question, I, I want to swing this to Chris's direction, just yeah. because we talked. They talked about this last week on their show, uh, talking because uh, Chris went and saw that uh, new movie that came out. Basically, uh, because uh, started off being a gamer and became a racer. I forget the name of the movie. Um, so, Chris, I'm going to swing this with you to you for follow up on it, since this is kind of uh, where we were just at a week ago. 
First of all, Dawson, uh, I believe when the, my, on the Heat 3, I think it was, when Clay Greenfield was uh, put into the truck on the Heat game, uh, the NASCAR game, I was, that was the first truck that I raced was, uh, was, was that, I believe it was a yellow truck, correct? Clay Greenfield. I, yeah. Anyway, I remember it. Yeah, I remember it being clearly on the heat game. That was the first car that I drove, uh, first truck that I drove. I thought the paint scheme was totally cool. Now, now we did just go see Gran Turismo, and it was a story about a kid who got the ability, who had some driving ability. He got uh, scored um, with uh, some other uh, players on the Internet. Uh, it was kind of a deal with uh, Nissan, and uh, eventually got to drive a car and was – uh, pretty successful at it. Of course, now we have William Byron in the big leagues and all. Um, does, how does that kind of inspire you, right? Uh, a late bloomer, obviously, um, that your father being involved in racing got you where you are now. Um, being a late bloomer, does that discourage you any? I mean, or just the practice hours as long as you're getting seat time? Uh, you know, I kind of don't look at it like I'm starting late. I kind of just look at it like I got to try harder than a lot of people and, you know, put in the time and the work. But, right. you know, I started racing. I got mentors like William Byron and Josh Berry. And, you know, you just got to ask questions from guys like that. And, you know, I get the opportunity to meet those guys because my dad's involved in, in NASCAR and Willie, Willie Allen, my dad and Willie Allen own Rackley War. So, you know, I get to go to a lot of truck races all the time and meet a lot of new people. And, you know, it teaches me a lot. Right. So just being involved in the sport and being around the sport. Obviously, what did you, what were you getting into before racing come along? And I'll send it back to Mr. CJ Sports. What, what, what was occupying Dawson's time before racing? Uh, you know, I played many of sports whenever I was younger. I played basketball, hockey. I never played football, but I played soccer. I played uh, tons of sports, but, you know, I never really got into it. And then, you know, I just found my passion once you got involved in racing a couple of years ago, and I kind of just fell in love with it. You know, it's one of those things where you do it once and you're addicted to it. So I'm just – oh, yeah. The bug got to yeah. Mr. C. Oh, yeah. Mr. CJ Sports. How did the conversation go with with your parents? Like, you got blinders on. You've never heard of NASCAR, never watched NASCAR, never watched NASCAR, never watched NASCAR. Oh, well, my dad uh, takes uh, – it's part of NASCAR. I want to race all of a sudden. Dad, I want to go racing. Like, how, did, how does all of a sudden no interest to I want to go drive? Okay, so um, I Clay Greenfield also raced a, a truck at National Fairgrounds a little bit because um, I live 30 minutes from National Fairgrounds, just right outside of it. Um, I used to go there, and I knew my dad and Willie Allen got connected because Willie raced at Nashville, and he's very successful there. And Willie's right. best friend there was Mike. It's crazy, Michael House, which races Pro Late Models, and I used to race Mike. I, I used to race Michael House and I racing a lot, and. Michael got connected right. to Willie and told him that I'm pretty good on the sim, that he should, you know, put me in a real-life car. And Willie actually traded a, a older late model for a legend car. And, you know, ever since then, I met the Hornaday, Team Hornaday, and Ron and Candace and Zoe. And, you know, that, that's basically how it went down. I got to race 50 races last year in the Legends. 
Now, see that you drive Legend. You've driven the Legends car and the uh, um, Pro Stock, uh, Pro Late Model cars. What else have you? What all have you driven? And which one have you felt most comfortable in? That's a good question. Okay, so all I've raced so far in my year and a half, I raced fifty. I raced fifty Legend car races, or yeah, fifty. I think fifty oh. or sixty Legend car races last year, all over the country. I got to race in. Vegas, New Hampshire, or all the net nationals, or the the bo- yeah boring out in Vegas. I, I race all over the country in those cars, and you know I haven't ran those cars as much this year, but I think I have a couple races coming up in them. But now I'm racing Pro Late models for Rackley War, and I'm still pretty new to them. Uh, I actually just raced this weekend at Pensacola. Um, it was racing. It was a championship race. And I led all 96 laps and got past the four to go, so kind of sucks. But mm. it's that's how that's what I race right now. Dawson, take me I, to the new school of take me take me real quick to the new school of racing, right? So you know, back in the day, you would jump in a late model. You would you know you'd start out your local track. You'd you'd get a, get a chance to get into a late model. Then you know you would try to attract some sponsor and get into a car. But that's not the way it's done anymore. These, you guys are being rooted at a very young age uh, and, and defined and perfected. Take us to that school of, of racing because the, the only way that you get educated in racing is by getting you – when you're beginning for next year, are you planning now for your next year's seat time? How did you plan to race 50 races? Was that at one time? that you sat down or were those, were those opportunities given to you to be able to go and race 50 races? How does that exactly work, Dawson? You know, it's just all my parents, my mom, you know, my mom takes me to every race all over the country. We fly and just stay in a hotel. So I can't thank my mom. And, you know, my dad, my dad gives me the opportunity to go race every race I'm, every race I'm in. So that's, that's basically how it works. Um, you know, racing, there's a lot more that goes into racing than just driving the car, too. It's, you know, right. interviews, and you got to work out, and there's so much stuff that goes into it, it that you wouldn't think. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's a lot more than just racing. I like to say that racing think, is the easy part. I think watching Cars 3, okay, this is what our audience knows. They watch Cars 3, and they, they see the simulator, and they see – uh, what Lightning McQueen has to go through, like on the treadmill and stuff, and then and then you watch Gran Turismo the movie, and you see that these guys are pulled from pulled from being in the living rooms in a in a, in a you know a, a simulator to having to go out on a racetrack and actually experience what those G's are like, having the physical ability to be able to maintain. We just watched this weekend in Texas degrees of 132 degrees with some people's ice packs not working on their vests. You have to be a toned athlete in order to do this sport. That is part of the school of racing that I'm that I'm that I'm trying to get to, Dawson. That's that's the most intriguing part right now, I think, from the outsider's view, is what all it really does take to be this racer that you're trying to become. Oh yeah, for sure. And biggest thing that I've noticed is just, you know hydration. Just, I drink so much water, you know, before I race, and you got to be ready. I mean, a week prior, even just down waters before your races and i mean that will help you so much i live in mississippi so i i i mean i think i can experience a race car just about any time from june uh through late august 
Um, it, it, it gets pretty hot down here. But even with that, when you're, when you're drinking water, is there a certain diet plan that you have to stick to? A 17-year-old typical diet is pizza and chicken tenders and hamburgers. What is your diet like, Dawson? You know, I don't really have a diet right now. Um, I mainly just pound out waters. But, you know, a diet is definitely one of those things that you definitely got to have once you get into, you know, the NASCAR ranks and start running 400-lap races. Uh, you definitely should mm-hmm. start worrying about that, which, you know, that's something I'm starting to get into. I don't have a diet right now, but I'm definitely going to have to get one once I start racing those longer races and, you know, just getting more – just more – you know, prone to that stuff so I can run longer races. Well, and and Willie B, William Byron, I mean, we see how that kid, the growth that he's had, not only has he developed this, these awesome skills as a race car driver, but he's developed as well uh, in his physique. So when Willie, when William Byron first showed up with uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports, you know, he, I think he weighed about a buck 30, a buck 40. Now you look at William and he has put on the stock, he's put on the extra weight. Uh, and I believe that that coincides with what you guys have to be able to be able uh, to maintain uh, to drive these race cars these days. It's a very it's a very interesting thing, Dawson. Uh, I'll take it back to Mr. CJ Sports. Um, I'm obviously not as intelligent as my co-host here. Um, this is probably why I have the question. He does not have this question. Um, but I don't keep up with the Legend Series. And you talk about 50 races last season. How often do you all run in the Legend Series? Like, my math, 50, 60 races, that's at least once a week. And I know we ain't running uh, 24-7, 365. Um, so how, how often do you guys run in the Legend Series? Man, it's, it's a lot. Like, I remember going – I remember we we flew to, we went and ran a whole dirt week last year in um, Missouri and it was four days straight and we raced every day at a different track like it's wild how much you can actually race those things like not even like we raced Monday Tuesday Wednesday like I raced Monday Tuesdays yeah Monday Tuesdays or Thursdays and Fridays I raced a whole summer shootout series and a whole Thursday Thunder series at Atlanta and Charlotte, and, you know, that's four races in a week right there. <laughs> yes, Mr. CJ Sports, I just pulled it up. So starting on June 2nd, he raced, well, first of all, May 28th, he was at Hickory. On June 2nd, he was at Atlanta. June 8th, he was at Atlanta. June 9th, he was at Atlanta. June 15th, he was at Atlanta. June 16th, 22nd, 23rd, 30th, all at Atlanta Motor Speedway. So that was, what, nine races in, in the month of June. Uh, that that he knocked out right there, and and quite impressive, sir. Quite impressive. One win, twenty three features, uh, twelve top fives. I believe that was just in the semi pro legends. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, what was your goal for this year? Have you have you met your goals for this year? And what do you want to happen, or what are the goals for the rest of this year? Um, you know, my goals this year were just you know, to get better every race that I'm in and just go go out there and be competitive in the car that I'm in and, you know, learn a ton. Like, what I've already done this year is I've already learned so much. I'm getting – we still got a bit more races this year, but what I've learned so far this year is, you know, more than I thought I was actually going to learn. I've succeeded more than I thought. Uh, I was going right. – I'm still competing for a track championship at National Fairgrounds. I think I'm third in points there. Uh, 
I finished second in points at Five Flags Speedway, so I'm locked right. into the Snowflake. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm already so, hold on, hold on. so, so how many different points championships or points things are you currently part- uh, participating in? Uh, full time, I'm competing in two. Now, how hard is it to keep up with and competing in two championships and doing these other events that you do outside of that? How hard is it to keep up with all that? It just seems like that's a lot to keep up with. Oh, yeah, it's it's a lot, you know, but I, I love it. It's just something that you – if you love something enough, you know, you'll you'll do it. So I, 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 I wish I could race every day, to be honest with you. I like racing that much. <laughs> and how, how is schooling working with all this? I'm homeschooled. Um, actually, just started I think a week and a half ago. But yeah, I've been homeschooled since sixth grade now, so pretty used to that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So tell us about that first win at Five Flags, man, in a late model. I mean, that had to have been pretty awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, that was crazy. You know, I have. <laughs> Tons of seats there on the sim, you know, thousands of laps. I actually ran thousands of laps before that, um, going there and, you know, just, I like that stuff so much. Kind of like the, per- it's, the track is just perfect. Like, I feel like it's built for me. Just, it's so, like, technical and so much tire saving. And I love, I love longer races. Like, the first race we ran there, what I won, it went green flag to green flag. Just, 100 laps wow. straight, so I could say my tire's good. And then we went back there, and I won two in a row. Um, I didn't win that one how I wanted because I finished second, and my teammate got DQ'd in the tech shed. But, you know, kind of just, yeah, that one was, that one didn't really feel like a win, but the win's a win, I guess. Yeah, a win's a win, and you'll forget about that later on. Unfortunately, it cost you your buddy. Uh, a place I believe was that September 23rd. That was that this past one where you were registered. Uh, you're it's uh, showing on my race pass that you finished second. Yeah. Oh, I finished. Okay. No, September. Okay, that was two. Yeah, that was um, that was last weekend. I finished second. That's the one I I led almost every lap, and then there was a late race caution in it, and I got passed with four to go. Justin, you've had a year and a what half. You... What what? I, I'm sorry, Mr. CJ Sports. Go ahead. Oh, you got. Well, I was going to ask you, and you can ask this question, but it's back to that leading 96 laps. Which which would you rather have? Just a bad day altogether, or would you rather lead 96 laps and then get past with four laps left and and lose at the end of the race? You know, definitely. I, I still, you know, leading laps is every lap that you lead. I say that you learn something new. So definitely leading those mm-hmm. all those laps. I definitely just learned. You know that will help you for tire saving. I'm, you know, I'm still getting, I'm still learning how to do that and getting better at it. So I definitely gotcha. would rather at least 96 laps. Yeah, and then late model racing. When you go 90 laps without a caution, you know you've got guys who, you know, they they started their strategy, they laid back, they're five six seconds back, Mr. CJ Sports. Next thing you know, you're closing down 10 laps to go that five, six, seven-second gap is now down to a half a second, right? And now you don't know what you've got left. So as long you know, it, 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 you learn the most when you're in first, but I believe 
if you're in first or second, you're really you're 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 tremendously you're you know making that notebook of what's working for you and what may not be working for you. I think when you're out front, I, it's more of the cautionary. You don't want to give it. You don't want to push it too hard. You got you know late model asphalt racing or concrete racing is so much different than most racing that we're all used to because it is about tire management. And I think that that's a, a huge factor for Dawson to show up at five flag speedway for the first time in a late model and get a win shows the preparation that he has had behind that wheel of that simulator there. It would just be unheard of 10 years ago for somebody to show up at that style of racetrack and not burn the rubber off in the first 15, 20 laps. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Five Flags is one of those places where uh, I think Five Flags is one of those tracks that is the worst. It's the worst tire-saving track that I've ever raced on easily. So right. I, I feel like iRacing helped learn, like, taught me how to tire-save, too. Right. I agree. I, I can see that. Um, okay, Mr. CJ Sports, you want to go ahead? Uh, first of all, my last question for the evening, and, and I know Mr. CJ Sports will uh, help finish this out. Um, you've you've been in a year and a half now. You've had the high of highs and the low of low. If you can just give that real quick, man. What was your highest high and your lowest of low? Uh, I'd say my highest of high is probably winning at the Bull Ring. Um, I won the double feature there. That was my first win actually ever. I went went out to Vegas and won the two races there in the Legend Car. Um, definitely the highest of high, and then. Uh, the worst one, I qualified fourth at North Wilkesboro this year and got wrecked on the first lap of the race, and that's definitely the lowest of the list. Did you get a lot of practice time on North Wilkesboro before the race? Um, Not actually, like, in real life, but I I ran tons of laps on the sim. Uh, I know we got to practice the, the day before a little bit, um, but we, overall we didn't get a lot of practice time there, mainly just the sim. I just curious what it was like driving on one of NASCAR's most historic tracks. Like the whole time I lived in North Carolina for twenty some years, that track was never <laughs> was never running. I'm kinda of upset that I moved back to Ohio and they finally got it running. I got to go to Rockingham. Um I got to go to a couple other tracks that they've re you know, they've brought back, but Rockingham Wilkesboro was not one of them. What was it like to run at a track with such history? You know, it's crazy, like just the whole week was crazy there. Just how many fans showed up. Um, I've never been in an event like that before. So, you know, it was re- it was crazy just the whole week in general. I got to stay and watch the truck race and the super late models. And I got to watch tons of stuff. So, you know, I learned a whole lot that weekend. Um, actually, another track they raced at National Fairgrounds. Is, I, I think they're very similar just with the driving type. And, you know, they're the same size track. So, I, I kind of – I felt – we have we had a very same setup at National Fairgrounds as, as uh, North Wilkesboro, so I kind of felt like once we straight got into the car, I felt good good about it. So yeah, like I said, I spent twenty something years in North Carolina. I drove by past the North World North World blah, North Wilkesboro Speedway many times. Uh, always wishing it would open and. Uh, 
always told myself if it opened up before I knew I was moving back or before I did move back that I would always go. Uh, just like Rockingham, I didn't realize I, I, I worked in a city called Southern Pines. It's literally 15, 20 minutes up the road from Rockingham. I lived probably 20, 30 minutes the opposite direction, so it was about an hour drive or so. Um, the first year that they reopened the, Rocking, uh, the Rock, Rockingham, um, I went to that race. I watched Casey Kane win at the number four truck. I missed the second year, um, so I, I love I love the history. Um, I love it when they're able to bring back some of these tracks. Um, if it's not for the cup guys, it's for the lowest series guys, you guys um, that are um, still coming up through the ranks and get to race on some history um, and learn some of these tracks and learn a little bit more about NASCAR. Uh, my final question before I get you out of here is what are the plans for next year? Do we have uh, have plans um, already rolled out for next year? Um, is there any calls been made for next year, or is it all, all that's just still up in the air? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, my goal right now is to go race full-time super late models next year. Um, maybe get into some ARCA or truck stuff next year. That's, that's the goal, just race full-time supers and, you know, finish, finish out this year in the pro late models and maybe get some experience go next year. Go win the Derby. Super. Heck yeah, that's it. That's the goal right there. Go win the snowball derby. He's already he's already got a provisional, Mr. CJ Sports. That's what he said. He's locked in because of his second place championship run down at Five Flags. So I mean, if this kid puts himself in a position and wins uh, uh, the the biggest race of the late model uh, schedule, I tell you what, that that'll give him a fast track. Uh, for sure. Hey, one quick question. I know I said I was done, but I just got to think about it. Is there any inspiration to drive a dirt car? Oh, tons, dude. I want to get in one so bad. If you know, if I ever get the opportunity Absolutely. to, I'll definitely take it. Um, I ran dirt dirt legends last year. I was pretty good in those cars, um, but I really want to get into a actually like full like stock or a full size dirt car. If, I want to get in like a dirt late model or something. I've watched. I watch all the races and they look so fun, but you know, hopefully I get an opportunity about, to get in one someday. Would you say no to a sprint car? Uh, you know, I'd love, I'd love to go get in a sprint car. <laughs> you know, that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty interesting. The long's you know? got four wheels. I get in a dang on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. No, Good no, job, I want to thank you for coming on. It's been it's been fun. I, I've really enjoyed myself tonight. Uh, before we get you out of here, um, I want to give you an opportunity one more time to go ahead and plug social media, your guys' team site, website, whatever the case, whatever whatever which way you want to point everybody, and then also throw out your uh, sponsors real quick. Yeah, uh, Rackley Roofing, Rackley War, Warshock, Hornady Development. And just everybody else that helps out. Uh, thank you guys for having me on here. Hopefully, you can come on here again. Hopefully, get opportunity. Um, but thank you guys. Most sure. definitely, would love to get you back on. Hopefully, we get you back on maybe at the end of the season. Um, see how everything finished. See if we got plans rolled out for next year, um, and, and just get to get to get a chance to get to know you even more, um, Dawson. But thank you for your time. Um, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch. We'll definitely get you back. Good luck on the rest of the year, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you guys. No, no problem. All right, how fun was that, man?
I think we did a great interview in a short and timely fashion. Good job, good job. Uh, uh, Dawson Sutton, hey, I tell you what, when we interview these guys, the first thing I do is I start going and watching slow racing, right? And then next thing you know, I'm watching one of these kids race. We had uh, the the Lucas uh, Lewis boy, I believe. Uh, he was racing a Legends car at uh, the track up in uh, Wisconsin the other day. Um, one of the past guests that were on here. So yeah, once once the name is stuck in the head, man, I'm telling you, Dawson Sutton's got a, a new fan at the Snowball Derby. Uh, that's for sure. You remembered Mason Diaz? It was kind of. I mean, look, the kid. He was. He was. Uh, we interviewed him a couple. Of, we interviewed him a couple of years ago, and now you know Mason Diaz is out there winning Arthur races and stuff. So it's no big surprise when these kids really just catapult off in the sports and uh, start making a household name of themselves. Oh, I screwed up and uh, hung up my phone, so I'm glad you kept going. I, was, I meant to just it, 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 uh, hang up the, our guest, and then I was going to wrap up the show with you, and I accidentally hit the end on my phone. So uh, I was like, please, please be talking, Chris. Still, please. So I'm glad you're talking. Um, so um, glad we got to do this again tonight, Chris. Uh, we got we got a guest for tomorrow we got or next week we got um luke maury coming on next week a uh dirt um a dirt modified is that what i'm looking at is that what we got yeah dirt modified um so i figured this is going to be a little bit more up your alley um next week um so looking forward to having him on there um uh, don't forget tomorrow night race chat live eight o'clock I got uh, 110 Nation Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Um, we went five for five on interviews. Was that five interviews? Four interviews? Five interviews? Um, phenomenal. Phenomenal interview. Great time. Um, I'm glad we got a chance, Chris, to uh, come together and do this. Uh, just getting to meet all yeah, these drivers. And, yeah. What we're learning here, first of all, this is not our first road. This is not our first batch of young drivers, right? I mean, we've We've been yep. through this process before, and, and it kind of tapers off. But what I feel like is we're learning these guys, and at the same time, they're still learning how to interact with the media. Mr. CJ mm-hmm. Sports, we've had, we've had some talent on here. We've had some people that can mm-hmm. talk up a microphone. But we've also had some kids that uh, you had to poke them with needles just to get an owl out of them. Um, yeah. And – and, and and you know this is their practice zone. We're not we're not big stage TV radio no. gurus. We're, we're we're we just told you at the beginning of this podcast. We're running it off of basic uh, little stuff, but it, it, it's the dedication behind it. And these kids mm-hmm. get the chance to be interviewed by some semi-intelligent interviewers. And <laughs> the next time that they do have, you know, maybe uh, Fox Radio or Fox. Uh, NBC Peacock or something like that in their face, they, they're they going to know how to maintain themselves. They're going to know how to handle the pressure of that interview. And, 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 and it's crazy because we've seen this. We've seen this even as recently as last week when we had Dylan Martin on the show the first time we had him on 
um, any of our shows. I had 30 minutes worth of questions laid out, and his one-worded answers had them all answered in five minutes, and I was like, duh, for 25 minutes. Uh, we had Hans- we had, at the time, her maiden name is Newhouse, but Hannah Welch, um, she actually does MRN radio. Well, back when she first started coming on the show, she was a young high school girl still racing. Um, I remember having Natalie Decker um, while she was still before she got the name she's gotten um, and how, you know, quick those interviews were. So, um, yes, um, it gives us a chance, one, to um, practice our skills, but also it kind of helps practice and sharpen their skills um, so that way when they find themselves in the winner's circle or when they find themselves um, in a confrontation and the microphone stuck in their face, they've already been down this road. They kind of know what to say and what not to say and have had kind of had to practice uh, um, of a microphone being in the face, so um, glad that's we get to do that's this. Right. I'm telling you, it's nothing like raw young talent. But uh, it's been a great no. night, and we look forward. Hopefully, you follow the shows uh, this weekend. Uh, I mean, this week, of course, Tuesday night will be Race Chat Live. On Wednesday night, Mr. CJ Sports, what we got? The One Ten Nation Sports Show, and then of course Thursday we got and Thursday night. Safety to success. Uh, safety, <laughs> safety to success, a racing and safety uh, uh, podcast. Did I say it right? Because every time I type it up, I, I just have to go back 16 times and look and see exactly how I'm supposed to say it. <laughs> that just that just why I leave it as safety to success. I try to, I'll try to spell out all the rest of that stuff. I get confused. All right. Anything else you want to throw out there, Chris, before we get out of here for the night? I'm good, man. All right. Uh, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow night. Race Chat Live. Chris will be there. Taz will be there. Miss Lee will be there. I'll be listening in. Uh, make sure you guys do not miss that. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. As always, Chris, thanks for your help. Glad to uh, have you in the studio with me. Looking forward to next Monday night. Everybody else, until next time. Peace. Bye, y'all. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.